0: Oh, we are back again. This is Ringside Ramblings with your host, Sam Kiel of the wrestling connoisseur. You know, I can't, I can't find the just John Fair. He's in his office, underneath his desk, probably eating a bag of Oreos. He's hiding out on us. So I went and found our uh, consolation prize winner as our consolation co-host today. I'm talking about Trucker Kyle. How's it going, Trucker Kyle? Doing good, man. You? I'm, I'm not doing too bad. I'm having a, an allergy attack over here. It's a little bit crazy allergy weather. Let me just start this real quick. I just dropped my daughter off at school, and the teacher comes out, and she says, Have you read your daughter's opinion piece? And I said, No, I have not. She says, uh, let me give it to you. She goes, it's good. And uh, so, so I just want to read it real quick. I, I took a little picture. And it says, uh, do you want to find out what is the best sport? Wrestling is the best sport ever. <laughs> in wrestling, you get to punch people in the face. You could do hardcore wrestling. You could chop them in the heart. You could low blow them. You can bust them up. Wrestling is a good sport.
1: I tell you what,
0: that's, that's directly from the future world champ.
1: So, you have raised a wonderful future world champion, I tell you what. Uh, yeah. Oh man, that, that, that is the best.
0: She's in first grade only, so it's going to be great the years to come. Oh, Pray yeah. the future world champ.
1: Only gets better. Oh, only gets man. better. The best it's wrestling. This
0: big heel move there. I said it. Will be be dead in about fifteen years. <laughs> so uh, at least he probably won't be fucking up WWE in fifteen years. We can only hope. We can only hope.
1: But you and never know.
0: You never know. I say that because we just had the Superstar Shake-Up, and I believe everybody is scratching their heads, scratching their ass, scratching their balls, Say, what the fuck was that shit?
1: I don't know. I mean, I'm sure there's got to be some uh, fanboys uh, out there that are just eating it up, though.
0: Oh, I'm sure there are. They're, you know, I, I think people all the some. time – they're, they're asking themselves, you know, you, you say something, and they say, oh, Mac, Mac, Vince McMahon is a genius.
1: Like, really? Yeah, he, he always thinks ahead. Remember how I told you that? I read something that, you know, slowly Vince McMahon thinks years down the line and, you know, he's years. a genius. Yeah, years. You want to see somebody talk about years, years. you know, look at <laughs> New Japan. That's a place that thinks yeah. years down the line. WWE, no, they think next week, or they think, you know, how can we fuck things up now? But
0: right, I mean, speaking of, Omega uh, decided not to resign the contract. Uh, they had already booked Madison Square Garden versus ROH, and the idea was for Okada to take the belt off of Kitty yep. Omega in Madison Square Garden. So when Kitty Omega didn't resign. Jiro has the belt dropped to Tanahashi at Wrestle Kingdom, and then we have a quick turnover to Jay White, which had become the new leader of Bullet Club. We had that small, lackluster feud between Elite and Bullet Club. So Jay White has the belt, which was a pretty, pretty good stroke. And then we have Jay White drop it to Okada at Madison Square Garden instead of Kitty Omega. But what that did was at least get him back on track to what Gito wants to do going ahead.
1: He knew exactly. he had to get it on
0: Okada somehow. Uh, instead of just, you know, uh, rewriting Raw, like Vince McMahon would, you know, he would just rewrite Raw and then fuck everything up for the next two years. Uh, Gito just sat down and he plotted it out. He's okay. This will be the uh, best storylines going forward. I'll get us back on track here, and we'll be good. So, yeah, I, I absolutely agree. New Japan takes ahead. You know, they would have built somebody. They build them. Yeah, the
1: that's up exactly why I said it like that because you you talked about that uh, a couple days ago, and that's a very good point. You know, I I I just laugh so hard when I see these, and I'm going to keep saying that term, these fanboys saying that about Vince, because there's no planning, you know, and one, one thing that I've already said to you, you know, yeah. spoiler alert here, you know, Roman Reigns, as we kind of knew, when it goes to SmackDown Live, and what does he do? The face, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but the face <laughs> Roman Reigns super the boss.
0: Yeah. Um, there's, you know, it, it's funny because there's nothing warranted about uh, superstar baby face Roman Reigns coming out to, to attack Elias and Vince McMahon. I thought it was a good stroke that uh, Vince announces that Elias is the big uh, society Uh where that falls is what has they what have they done with Elias on raw. Exactly, to you know make this announcement
1: What have they done? Nothing. WrestleMania they nothing You used him as, you know, to bring out the thugonomics, you know. Uh, you know <laughs> yeah. the Undertaker came I mean, out they, and uh they have done... attacked him, you know. Yeah,
0: they have done everything exactly. but bury the guy. Elias has had no meaningful feuds. He's featured weekly, but every match he, he pretty much loses. So it's like you're sitting on the guy. And after a while, the fans just aren't going to, you know, they're not going to pay any attention to him because they know, you know, this guy
1: exactly. never, you know, never wins. When they were – Featuring him with Baron core Corbin and Drew McIntyre and his, their little group, they, there there was hopes. hopes for that. You know, very yeah, very but small hopes. It just
0: stuff uh, something with exactly without. you know. And that lasted about two. You weeks. know,
1: I, I have I don't know. I wasn't a big fan of him when he first came in, but a little bit after, he really grew on me and. I feel he should sh- – oh, he is. He's great and on He should have been champion months ago. But, of course, there's a lot of people. people oh, yeah. People, people. There's a lot of people who should have been
0: champion. But... I uh, I would have turned him face because the, the yeah. fans really like Elias. I mean, he can work the crowd. But, man, he's just waiting for a, a face breakout. Uh, unfortunately, we're not going to get that, of course. Uh, I have hopes that he's going to be our top heel with Vince McMahon behind him on SmackDown, that, that big announcement. And honestly, the the heels are really lacking on SmackDown. Uh, we saw, we have Elias, we have Lars Sullivan. And who else? Big question. I mean, everybody else is... uh. Uh, tag teams, we have Cesaro, Sheamus, Sheamus, who I, I have no idea what happened to him. Uh,
1: he wasn't, didn't he get there hurt? with
0: Cesaro? I thought he, so I've got,
1: yeah, he's I suffering. Have, a... I have no idea. Something with his sh- shoulder, too, just I mean, he happened. did hurt. House show or something I read about. Uh,
0: so, uh, I mean, who knows what's going on with that? I mean, Sheamus has been nursing that back exactly, injury for, yeah, like two years now. Uh, but I was like, well, this is awkward, you know. Uh, Cesaro with Shiske and Rusev, uh, no real mention of Sheamus, and so it's like, well, did he get drafted? Did he not get drafted? Who knows? Who knows with what they're doing? Uh, but. Uh, of course, we have Shisuke and Rusev. Uh, so, it's like all these guys who could be featured are in tag teams now. And Kevin Owens' face. Uh, you got the New Dane, Daniel Brunt.
1: Brom- so, Brian, it's like, where's our
0: heels at, man? Right? We traded Samoa Joe and Finn Balor. Hasn't really been announced yet, but Finn Balor showed up. Samoa Joe will be on Raw. Uh, so... Yeah, we have Lars and we have Elias. So that's hope for them. But who else is getting shifted over? Gee, Who's going to turn heel? Yeah, they're kind of uh, at a point right I'm now where...
1: There's going to have to be some big names turn heel soon. I mean... some. I mean, well... Yeah. Common sense, you would think so. Too many
0: faces. But... Yeah. On Raw... Uh... Raw still looks pretty stacked for a show that uh, is going to become the B show. You know, we have AJ. Uh, of course, we kept Rollins. Uh, you're going to have Samoa Joe over on Raw now. Uh, so it's, it's pretty interesting. You know, just because Roman and Elias went to SmackDown, it's like, ah, uh, that, that doesn't yeah. make it the A show yet. So and then we got uh we got some call
1: yeah. motherfucker. I didn't fat finger that time, it's I, really I the wind is blowing extremely strong here in Illinois today.
0: Excited when I say you and Just John had beef. You and <laughs> Just John have beef, and you slapped the phone. I, I mean, we need to get it out there. We need to get both of you on the show at the same time. Do what? Put on the contest, just for you, just for Trucker Kyle, and uh, you missed it. It was some. Apparently some smooth jazz. I don't it think didn't. It's, you, know, you know, And it, it's
1: John's way of trying Owl. to avoid getting through his thick skull that I already won. Time to stop the crying and just come clean my house, rub my feet. It'll be all right. All good. <laughs> rub your feet.
0: Goddamn. Uh, exactly. <laughs> I'd hate to be your wife. <laughs> you want your feet rubbed. Jesus Christ! All right, so we were talking about we were talking about the superstar shakeup earlier. I don't know where I left off. It was after Roman Reigns Elias. Samoa Joe's going to Raw. We'll see that It's coming Monday, I'm sure. It looks like it looks like we're gonna get a Samoa Joe really? Bron feud. And um, you know, Braun popped up on SmackDown the other week, and I believe Joe came out on Raw uh, last week. So it looked like those two kind of got a little bit of beef with each other. Go to feud over the uh, United States title. Um, you know, I mean, this could be really good for both of them, honestly.
1: Yeah, I would really like to see that. I mean, as much as I don't want to see the title taken away from Joe anytime soon, um, I am eager for Braun to have a belt. I mean, obviously, it's not going to be him and Seth anytime soon feuding over that one, but United States would be nice, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's a
0: top-level heel that Braun could work with. Uh, Joe is incredibly believable. You know, so even if Braun loses the feud... This could be something that can kind of elevate him um, after the Saturday Night Live stick that they've had him do. After that horrible Baron Corbin feud. Um, in the last several feuds he's had, really, that's just been kind of lackluster. You know, they start hot, and then they kind of, like, fizzle out because Vince doesn't want to get brought. Yeah, you know,
1: I was really starting to think there was really – I mean, they – you can't even say they cooled Braun off. They just fucking took the hose and just soaked, soaked him down lately. And I i, I have been yeah. really thinking hard on, you know, what what can they do to save what crap they have already done to him. And honestly, the, you know, there's not a lot of good ideas except for Samoa Joe. It is a pretty good one. You know, I, I could see that. You know, I mean,
0: I'm a writer, so I could create something pretty goddamn easily. But it's just a matter of commitment. And it kind of goes to like uh, Champa said, you know, he was on the Edge and Christian show and he was talking about being the the biggest heel in the business right now. And they were like, well, you know, how did you accomplish this? And he said it was just a commitment to it. And it's like, huh, well, there's something. The biggest hill in the business is only the biggest hill in the business because he's committed to being healed. And that's a huge problem. Like not a lot of guys out there are committed to being healed. Um, you know, they're they're out there, they want their accolades, they want to be cheered, they want to have the fans, the t-shirts, and all this stuff. And you had Ciampa, not to digress here, you had Ciampa out there like, okay, I don't I don't need a, a catchphrase, I gotta. I got to word my promos in a way where there's nothing that's going to be catchy by the fans. I don't need them saying things to get me over. You know, I I, I don't need uh, theme music to get me over. He really constructed this idea of being heel and not getting over with the fans in a way that they would cheer him. And it's sadly, it's ingenious in today's market. And, uh, you know, I would really like to see that happen on the main rosters. <laughs> I mean, Joe's great. Joe, uh, Joe can only be as heel as we let him be right now because he's been around for so long, and he already has so many fans, and he's been face, and he's you know he's done all that before. But he's doing a great job at being heel. Who else on the roster do we even have that can get themselves over his heels? Uh, you know I think. All right, well, once again, fat finger trucker Kyle, he left us high and dry. He hit, he hit the buttons. I don't know what he's doing out there. He's traveling around in circles. I don't even know if he's working. <clears throat> I'm gonna continue on from here. We need Triple H. We need Shane McMahon. We need one of them to step up and be the new Mr. McMahon from the Attitude Era. Like we had Vince against Austin. We had Vince against the Rock. You know. We need a Vince type character these days. I think. I think Triple H is the best option. Shane could be. It could work with Shane. If he committed to it. Uh Right now, they seem to be doing this strange storyline gimmick thing with Shane McMahon. And I don't know if they're going to have him be key of the ring and win the Royal Rumble and win the money in the bank and do all these things. And there be absolutely no payoff. But we really need somebody to get out there, be the face of the company, the evil boss is what we need. And we need this person... Without an ego, as far as character-wise, like you saw Vince, he got the Superman punch. Vince sold it worth a million bucks out there. I'll give him credit with that. He absolutely sold the Superman punch. He looked like he was knocked silly. So that's what we need out there. I think I think the best option would be Triple H, to be honest. I mean, he knows how to work. He knows how to sell and you know, there's a guy that you can have a couple matches out of the year against other top faces. Triple H, I've said it before, Triple H versus Braun could completely be Austin versus Vince in a modern day era. I mean you could totally get that out of the matchup. It's what we need. You could have a you could have anything. And you have Baron Corbin become Triple H's bitch on the show. That's his right-hand man right there. That's that's his lackey. And Corbin would fit the bill perfectly. And really, from there, all you need is a couple of guys to round out his authority or his corporation or whatever you want to call it these days. And there's plenty of guys around that can fit the bill. All these guys that they're like, they don't understand, they don't have nothing for them creatively, those are your guys that go into groups Think about Raven's flock, you know, ECW, WCW. He had a whole flock of wrestlers. These guys were, you know, they'd fall into the ring. They'd wrestle for him. They were outside the ring. They'd cheat. That's what you do with all the guys you, you don't have stuff for creatively, really. And it'll come. So if you have an authority, you can easily throw all these other guys in there. All the guys that ain't got nothing. Harper could have easily fit into that sort of role. Talk about a transition. You shave him down, put him in a suit. Boom. Harper's got something brand new. Harper, Corbin, whoever else. Dillinger would have fit the part mean it's 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 not rocket science i say it all the time it really is not really really is it i don't know so that's the superstar shakeup right now i'm not sure if we're getting any movement toward nxt we did get some other smaller movement we got apollo cruz going from raw to smackdown Whatever that'll bring, I'm not sure. Apollo Cruz, super talented guy. They just never seem to get behind him. We've got uh, Buddy Murphy moving from 205 to SmackDown. If you remember Buddy Murphy from NXT, he dropped weight, got really ripped, dropped weight, moved to 205. Uh, was really impressive, folks, there. I'm assuming he's going to lift, pick up some weight now. If He ever really did cut the weight, or if it was just a you know, image sort of thing, he's moving to SmackDown. They seem to really be trying to get a lot of uh talent to SmackDown that's going to wow the Fox audience, I believe. A lot of characters, so we'll see how that goes. I'm not 100% sure, I know. Uh, Xavier Woods is throwing a, I don't want to say throwing a fit compared to Sasha, but uh, Xavier Woods has, you know, a little fake complaining about all the guys that's been taken from SmackDown to Raw because it has obliterated his up, up, down, down uh, video game show. And uh, apparently they had a big tournament going on and now the tournament is kind of bunk, You know, the Usos are gone and everybody else are gone. And uh, his big thing is, you better give us Mm, gorgeous on Twitter. And that is Tyler Breeze. Tyler Breeze and Xavier Woods, good friends. If you haven't caught it on Twitter, it kind of went a little bit viral there. Uh, Xavier Woods and Tyler Breeze singing Batista's opening uh, or entrance theme. Uh, Pretty good stuff there. So, uh, I don't know. A lot of people are saying, hey, we want Tyler Breeze in New Day. I don't know if that's going to happen. I'd be all for it, to be quite honest. Uh, I, love, I love the idea of good friends making tag teams or working together on some level. Because that, that uh, camaraderie shines through shines through so so very easily and it it gets the guys over when someone is really enjoying themselves and having fun it shines through like you wouldn't believe and you can look all throughout wrestling history and see this sort of thing so yeah I would be all for Tyler Breeze and Xavier Woods working together and uh, you know, maybe something really astonishing would come of it. That's why I was hoping for a, a Titus O'Neil Batista thing. You have two guys, uh, of course, Batista, a quote-unquote legend for WWE. Uh, I won't argue the legend term here, but uh, Titus O'Neil, who's had such a rough WWE career, to be honest. You know, big guy, but he's never been used as a big guy. He's kind of just thrown out there, you know, low card. Every now and then, they try to get behind him with a tag team. They never really do nothing with him. But he's a great spokesman for WWE. He does a lot of community stuff. And uh, everybody really seems to like him. So, uh, you know, he's still around. And apparently, really good friends with Batista. And so, uh, I've always thought that a Batista... Titus O'Neill tag team would have really helped Titus in the long run. And uh, the, the thing with me is that why not do what you can to get your talent over because you've already invested so much money into them. And if we look at Apollo Crews, you know, I, I don't know how much they invested in him per year Well, he was just down at NXT, and then he got his pay raise to go up to WWE. And I'm sure his uh, contract—he haven't signed a new one. It's probably becoming due soon. He's gonna get another raise to some degree. You invest millions of dollars in these guys. Honestly, don't you want to get your return investment out of something that's costing you so much money? I mean, besides the fact that they're there to to enhance talent or whatever, that's fine. But in the long run, in the long run, don't you want to get more out of your money? I think everybody does. And maybe that's where there's a disconnect between Vince McMahon, who's uh, worth uh, like $3 million, versus... Every Joe Schmo out here trying to make it in the world. You know, maybe Vince realizes like, hey, I got all this money, and WWE is making X amount of money, and we'll pay these guys so much money. And you know, hey, that's just that's just the business. Maybe that's what he thinks. I don't know. But to me, you would want to get every penny you could out of these guys. That's what I talk about, you know, Brock Lesnar. What's the return? What's the return on a Brock Lesnar? They got zero out of Brock. You put the title on Rollins, Rollins was already over. Totally over. So, who knows? Getting a message from Trucker Kyle here. I don't know how to add you back into this at this moment, Trucker Kyle, but I think we're going to call it right here. (sighs) Superstar Shake-Up. It is what it is, as we often say here at Square Circle Journal. This has been Rigside Ramblings, and I guess we'll just stay tuned. See what WWE brings to the table for the rest of 2019. Until next time. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv.